0: Get a hello and welcome to Slam Fire Radio for episode 241, January 25th, 2018. I am one of your hosts, Trevor. And I'm Adriel. And I'm Kelly. Alright, hello everybody. So we're live, we're doing this live. Sure. What did that guy say? F it, we'll do it live? That's what we're doing. Yes. We're doing it live. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Is it the, is there going to be a functioning chat as well, Adriel, for people to... Uh... Yeah,
2: yeah, there's a there's a functioning chat on YouTube for people to kind of comment as they go along. I'll have
0: that uh, up on my side screen here.
1: I Are you going to do, it, do it? it? All right. Do you have it? No, I can go and.
0: I usually yeah. follow along on my telephone as well, but you got to make sure if you do that, you turn the volume down. Otherwise, we get that nasty loop thing happening. Yeah. Yeah. I got in trouble uh, Tuesday night on the Reloaded Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, And I'm sick as a dog listener, so I will apologize for any random sniffing that you hear. Um, Let's get into what we did this week in guns, which is brought to us by the Calgary Shooting Center. Canada's... uh, um, We're doing it live. We can't fix it now. (laughs) (laughs) We did this week in guns. It's brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center. Canada's premier firearms retailer, the Calgary Shooting Center, has a pile of reloading powder on sale from Alliant. So get you some Alliant powder. Um, I'll go ahead with, uh, what I've been doing. Um, two wingmaster projects are, uh, are are ongoing. I got to do something in between breaking 1911s. So I decided to build a couple of wingmasters. This started off when I was in Edmonton last summer at Adriel's. I took home a wingmaster receiver and express barrel from him with the intention of turning it into a pristinely restored, all original—well, not all original, but anyway—I re- I restored Wingmaster. Well, the more I got looking at that Wingmaster, the more I realized that uh, the barrel that he gave me was going to need a lot of work because it would take a lot of polishing. You'd have to remove all the tool marks and then polish it to a mirror finish, then hot blew it. And I was like, "That's too much work for that barrel." So I'll buy another barrel. So now I've got an extra barrel. I got an extra furniture set huh, all I need is a receiver. If I get another receiver, I can build yet another 870. So I'm cruising um, on CGN to see what's out there, and I come across this. So if you're watching live right now, you will see that I am holding in my hands a complete, all-original, unmolested Wingmaster. Um, The code on the barrel, they actually date these on the barrel with a code, not with the serial number. the code is, is so weird, too. The code is weird. Yes. Two letters. One letter means the month. One letter means the year. Um. So anyway, this this one is back. To and they the repeated 70s. them.
2: They, they repeated yeah. them rather than like
0: the first time around.
2: OK, I get mm. it. You're just going to use a letter code. The second, like as soon as it came up again, you, you would have thought they would have been like, oh, I guess we should put the year on there. But no, they just read. Just, just let's just start again.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, this thing came up on CGN, and uh, the receivers. You know, if if you just wanted a hunting gun, awesome, two hundred seventy-five bucks. If you wanted a project to refinish, even more awesomer. Only there's pitting on the receiver. There's pitting on the barrel. There's pitting on the slide. There's pitting on the magazine tube. But that's fine. It'll just mean more elbow grease on the polishing wheels at uh, DC Armory. So anyway, two hundred seventy-five bucks. So I sent him a, a PM. Said, "Can you email me pictures?" So he emailed me pictures. I said, "I'm interested. If you have it on Friday, we'll do a deal." He says, "Some guy just called. He's on his way over." I was like, "Oh, son of a gun!" Then uh, the guy was a no show. So all of a sudden, he comes back to me, and, and the price has dropped by twenty-five bucks. He says, "Now it's two hundred fifty bucks." So I'm like, "Damn! All right." So two hundred fifty bucks. Uh, shipped from, uh, not shipped. Sorry, I had to pay for the shipping, but I got it from a guy in um, Manitoba. I think this, and according to his CGN profile, this he's never had a. He has zero trader rating, so maybe he was just looking for something to dump for an inexpensive price to to get his trader rating going. So I will give him a positive rating. He was really good with the communication. He lowered the price, and the gun is exactly what he advertised it to be. It's still cold because I literally was a couple of minutes late logging on to the show uh, because I was opening it up just before the show started. So everybody including myself is seeing it here for the first time. So what's going to happen with this one, this receiver is the one that's going to get refinished and polished to a mirror uh, finish. And um, this barrel is going to get chopped to 18 inches. It'll get threaded for chokes. And the wood furniture that's on here is the same style of wood furniture that 870 Wingmaster police shotguns were made out of or used. So I'm going to use this wood furniture, this barrel, your receiver, Adriel, to make a police clone. And this receiver is going to go with this wood furniture, which uh, I think was taken off of an 870 Wingmaster and never used. I can't find a mark on it. It's in pristine condition. So this furniture, along with a brand new... Wingmaster barrel, a newly manufactured wing. So I'm holding up the fore end now, and I mean, there's there's no DNA in that checkering. This thing has not been used. It's amazing condition. So this wood furniture, along with a brand new barrel, will be what I use for um, for the other wingmaster. Oh man, sorry, I had to mute. My nose is running like a tap. <laughs> <clears throat> so that's what's going on with those Wingmaster projects. One turned into two because you know it's kind of like it's like an AR build. Hey, look at that. I've got an A2 pistol grip. Time to build an AR. So I'm kind of doing that too actually, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, What else have I been doing? Well, actually, no, let's do that now. Um, So listeners are also helping to build an AR for me. They built an AR for uh, not Adriel, but McClatchy. So um, I'm holding here a Colt, a genuine Colt A2 upper that was given to me by a listener and I didn't know what to do with it. So I decided that I would start a kitty cat build. So this will have um, an A2 style front sight. Um, Chad and Brian came through for me on that. And um, what else is it going to have? Seven and a half inch barrel. So this handguard is actually going to get chopped to about here, I think. So all of that will be gone because otherwise the barrel will actually stay inside this handguard. So until I can find a genuine DPMS kitty cat handguard. um, So the kitty cat was like the original PDW. It's a seven and a half inch AR-15, um, but it's going to be all A2 style, except for the stock. When you look them up online, they have like a just a regular mil spec stock. So I needed a regular mil spec stock. Normally, what we take off of an AR to replace with an all tour or a Magpul, and um, yeah. So another listener today hooked me up with a buffer tube, spring, and buffer. And i got another listener who's also helping me with a buffer tube for my SLR build. Because, you know, that's got to get done too. The way things are going, this might get done before I actually get my SLR. So, um, yeah. Okay, what else am I doing? Scheduling some classes. Um, I've scheduled an RO course for uh, next weekend. Actually, I'll be teaching a level one ipsic RO class in Dalhousie. Um, if you're in New Brunswick and you're listening or wherever, it doesn't matter. It's NROI as in the National Range Officer Institute. And uh, that is the uh, Range Officer Institute specifically for IPSC. Um There's an RO course in the house next weekend. If you want to sign up, let me know because you got to do some homework before you get there. Uh, what else? Um, I scheduled a black badge instructor meeting. And that is going to take place in Moncton. So what that is, is I'm the coordinator for um, the training coordinator for Ipswich, New Brunswick now. So I'm going to kind of manage our Black Badge program, give out the Black Badge numbers and be a resource for the for the other instructors to help them get their materials and, and all that kind of stuff. So I want to get everybody, uh, I don't think it's been done before maybe, but not not since I've been an instructor with Ipsic New Brunswick. We've never all sat in the same room at the same time to actually compare notes about what we do and how we do it. And my thing with the, my goal for this meeting is to let everybody know we don't all have to teach the same way, but we do all have to teach the same stuff. I'm of the opinion that we were given a Black Badge program by IPSC Canada, and that's the same curriculum that's supposed to be taught nationally. So um, there are certain standards that have to be met in order for someone to actually say they are black Badge certified. So I want to make sure that all the instructors in New Brunswick are have the most up to date information and um, are teaching it and teaching it with the required amount of hours, etc. So that's coming up. Um, I recorded a podcast or I recorded twice now with the Reloading Podcast. So we're recording Tuesday nights now and we're going live. Same as what we're doing here at Slam Fire. So you can watch us live or then see it on YouTube after the fact or wait for the audio version to come out. And then I was on another podcast. This is a new podcast. It's a pro-gun podcast out of Houston, Texas called Tactical Pay Radio. And the host name is Brett. um, Super nice guy. Uh looks like it's going to be a really interesting show that's going to focus on industry and industry people. So uh, tune in when that is released, and I hope to have Brett on so we can do some cross-promotion to help get the word out about his show. And then I started working on SummerSlam because before you know it, uh, July will be here, and then I'll be like, oh my God, we need to do stuff. So now, uh, actually, we are cleaning the basement, so... Uh, I fooled her into thinking we were cleaning the basement. What I actually had her do was help me organize some some SummerSlam stuff. And then I finally got some reloading done, even though um, the doctor says I'm not supposed to. I got down there and I did a little bit of reloading. I also um, found out that I will be still on the X-Metal squad for next year, so I'll still be sponsored by them. Um, so I'll be uh, doing a lot more reloading here soon. Uh, that's it for me. Adriel, how's about you? What have you been up to?
2: Oh, let's see. Uh, a couple things. Um, let me just scroll up to my spot there. Uh, I just hit the range last weekend with a bunch of Milserps, so I took out my SKS, my Mosin, uh, AR just to site it in, uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff just to uh, just to kind of get it out and uh, see where it's all hitting. Um, it's all looking good. I ordered a new GoPro and I already got it. Um, where is it? There it is.
1: Where Where'd you order it from?
2: Amazon. It's not a GoPro either. It's a gopro knockoff it's uh xiaomi uh 4k which is supposed to be pretty good that's funny because you said growpro so maybe it is a growpro <laughs> 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 yeah it's uh yeah so uh, I, I ordered one of those i put in a fancy trigger in my ar so after last show um i was talking with brian about uh, his trigger tech and I was like, oh, man, I wonder what I should get. So I went and posted on the Canada Three Gunners Facebook group about saying, hey, what fancy trigger should I get? Um, Peter from um, Saskatoon said, hey, I've got this uh, Elfman uh, trigger. Uh, you want that? And uh, I was like, yeah, <laughs> of course I want. Said it was uh, it was new in the box. And
1: uh, yeah, I saw that.
2: I didn't know. But these triggers are are amazing. Are they like? Yeah, there's the uh, there's a trigger there. Huh? And uh, Ooh, there is good. like. The the creep on it to to pre take it up is so short, it's incredible. There's just none. (laughs) So, is this one stage or two stage?
0: Single stage. I wanted a single stage, and that's why there's no pre travel.
2: Yeah, absolutely no pre travel. So, there was was a a comparison of this on I want to say the truth about guns one one of the blogs, anyways, showing the pre travel. And on this one, it's 0.02 inches. Which might as well be nothing. It's it's basically right from touch to go. It's uh it's incredibly short, and uh, you going to play that game, huh? Oh, which trigger do you got?
0: This is the JP Industries single stage. Ready? Yeah.
2: Oh, I saw some drag. Oh, saw a little bit. You
0: saw the compression of the skin of my fat finger. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look. Oh, get right Lord. into the camera. Ready? All of our uh, our listeners on the podcast, I can't see this, but oh, we're watching Trevor's fingers slowly inch <laughs> forward on that creepy, creepy. Everything's finger. a contest.
0: <laughs> what uh, what manufacturer is that trigger again, Adriel? Elfman, Elfman,
2: Elftman. Yeah, it's it's a really weird name. It was uh, I think. Buddy Elfman, new,
0: what's your favorite color?
2: Like Elf. Yeah, I think it was new in in twenty seventeen. Um, but they're amazing, um, amazingly short. Uh, uh, start on them. Are they spendy? Uh, yes yeah the well ctc supplies has them for 390 i think they're right around 250 us uh so they're comparable to the high-end Geisley, yeah the um the other thing I, I learned in that article was that uh any of your drop-in triggers that uh aren't aren't a drop-in but they're like the components uh the component triggers will generally have a much longer trigger trigger travel uh, as necessary because those trigger pins aren't exact. Whereas these guys, because they're a single component unit and they know what, uh, uh where those pins are located and they put bearings like this one's got, uh, like needle bearings around those, uh, those, uh, travel surfaces there just to smooth it up and they can be a lot more precise, um, on them. So yeah, pr- uh, excellent trigger. I haven't had it out to the range yet. Cause I just got that, uh, this week, but, uh, super pumped to try that. And then uh, I noticed that the uh, the fiber optic on my uh, on my Glock 34 wasn't as bright as I wanted it to be. Uh, so I talked to Trevor and I said, "Hey, how often do you change your fiber optic?" And he said, "Twice a season." And I would have thought like, "Oh, I would have thought maybe like once every five years," but twice a season is is a lot. So uh, I or I uh, actually uh, borrowed a, a just some off my buddy, and uh, man, it, it's quick to change these things. You chop oh, the old yeah. one, put it off little lighter boom boom and 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 you're on there and it's uh, it makes a big difference it's quite a bit brighter now uh pro just tip. with that new
0: fiber optic rod in there what's that pro tip don't yeah. allow the flame to touch the fiber optic keep it mm-hmm. off of the fiber optic and just let the heat roll it back and that will yeah. keep it brighter if the flame actually hits the fiber optic it kind of burns it more than it melts it and it'll dull it a little bit yeah exactly that's um
2: uh dawson's precision had a youtube video on it and that's the yep. one i followed and mm-hmm. he's like he said the same thing yeah let the light just let the the flame of the lighter just kind of sit in the side of it and melt it and mushroom it and then do the other side oh man so quick so quick yep. and easy like i can't I believe keep, it took me
0: i keep some four, lengths ready one. to go in my in my case but one end already melted and then i'll Ooh, come in from, from the front and then just bring the heat the yeah
2: yeah, just to make it a little bit more portable so you're not carrying around like a, a longer length that could potentially snap or,
0: or whatever, right? Plus, if it happens in a match, you have a limited amount of time to get it changed, right? And if you have an open holster, you can change it on the gun without unholstering the gun. You don't even have to walk back to the safety area. Yeah, I your speed.
2: Yeah, yeah. So. actually, now that I think about it, my buddy's uh, wife had uh, the fiber optic fallout of her gun in a match, in a
0: stage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, my, yep. pro, at the, at the provincial this fall, um, the, the site broke, it, it, it slides into a dovetail, uh, well, it's more of a slot on the front of the slide. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Here we go. We're alive. Okay. So, um, see the groove at the front there. Yeah. Well, the, uh, right behind the fiber optic is a set screw. Well, it broke right there at the set screw and went flying down range when I was halfway through my stage. I continued to shoot the stage because what am I going to do? Stop. Got all my hits on my steel in the first round and all my hits on paper. I was just like, oh, there's no sight there. Well, the tip of the gun is still there, so let's just use the tip of the gun. And and then Lorette just sprang into life and came running and grabbed uh, a spare one that he had. He wasn't even shooting a Tanfogio that day, but he had his parts kit and he has a spare Tanfogio sight, unfortunately. It wasn't a spare fiber optic. It was black. So here I had a black front steel sight and a black rear steel sight, black on black. We grabbed a little ink pen. I am probably told the story before. It's not even my turn to talk. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Make it work. Uh, let's see here. So I changed that fiber optic. Uh,
2: I sold another axis. So I'm down to one or two or something like that.
0: My <laughs> stock's getting low. Our stock's getting low. Yeah,
1: back. You need to go buy more.
0: <laughs> you need another, no, so you need another need Canadian retailer to go to business, so you can go be the scavenger,
2: <laughs> pick the bones. He's good at
0: that. Yeah, yeah, like the yeah. Grim Reaper of gun stores. Yeah, <laughs> and then ca- and then cash in your your U.S. currency mail and rebates. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and some of those have been coming in, so it's
2: like, yeah, checks.
1: <laughs> so are they coming yeah. in in Canadian or are they coming in in American?
2: Uh, some Canadian, some U.S. So the savage okay. ones came in uh, U.S. Uh, the Browning ones came in Canadian.
0: Do they expire?
2: Uh, I don't know because like they're
0: checks. No, no, no. I mean the I mean the voucher itself. Oh yeah, the the oh. voucher
2: like you, it's mail in. Uh, you're limited on your time to buy and your time to mail in. Like your postmark date is limited as well. So okay, Roger that. Yeah, yeah. It has to be during a, a particular time. And then uh, I, I've been working on restoring uh, a really nice 870 myself. And I think, uh, I think you'll like to see this, Trevor, because this is kind of, I think, what you're going for right now. I don't believe you Yeah, There you go.
0: Thank yeah. you. I knew it was something that's, sketchy. That's, uh, is that about what you're going for? If you do that, we can no longer be friends. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably built on an really? HP9.
2: No, it's not mine. This is, this is actually uh, Dave's. We've, we've had him on the show before.
1: <laughs> well, Dave owns really that.
2: The show. Yep. Yeah, he a, owns that. Dave's dead to me. <laughs> oh, you don't. You just don't
0: appreciate a, a truly classy uh, shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if that shotgun was owned by somebody around here, never mind. I'm just saying, his car would have pinstripes and mag wheels, and it'd be a Chevette. All right, that's all on. <laughs> yes, I'm st- look. I'm going to stereotype the hell out of this one. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, what do we got next here? Kelly, you're up next.
1: Sure. So, on Saturday, I went to SFRC. Yes. What a surprise. I know, eh? <laughs> uh, Kevin was picking up his uh, his gun, which was at the gunsmith, but I actually had a chance to talk with some of the guys. Um, I was looking at a Just Right Carbine. I was trying to decide whether to buy it or not. I didn't buy it yet.
0: Buy. Buy. Uh, buy, buy, buy. Is I it a lock mag?
1: Yes. In 9mm? Yes.
0: You must buy mil.
1: Uh, so one of the guys, Scott, he's a really, really nice guy, but he's he's talking like a used car salesman. He <laughs> says, what can I do to make you get into this rifle? I put and,
0: you into this gun today?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he said. How
0: can we make a deal we can both be happy with? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
0: you want that price?
2: I'm going to have to go talk to my general sales manager. Yeah.
0: yeah, And then he goes in and asks if he has any extra tickets for the game this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you know that true coat, they put that on at the factory.
1: Yeah. Anyways, so... Yeah, I'm kind of waffling. I don't know. I'll figure it out this Saturday if I want to, you know, I had to test what? it out. There's another one there. It's Muddy Girl Camo. It's a takedown, too.
0: Oh, a takedown.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not,
0: not excited about the Muddy Girl Camo. My Sticks has one in Muddy Girl Camo. Sticks mm-hmm. is manly enough to pull it off. Nobody's going to walk up to Sticks and say, Can I see your girly gun? I mean, it's. I know. Not, right. Um, yeah. So uh, what, are you, uh, what are you on the fence about?
1: I don't know. Just spending money. <laughs> I'm cheap. <laughs> hmm. But it's, it I could probably get it at a good, thing. good
0: point. Yeah, you're yeah, you're not gonna pay full retail for it. They love you. Yeah. So it's yeah. not it's non restricted.
1: Yeah, I know. It's mag fed. Yeah. And Locked it's a nine in. mil. Yeah.
0: And and, and it has air ergonomics. Yeah,
1: it does.
0: It's on my short list. Okay. I, I've shot them, I've handled them, I I, I like them. That's why I lot. didn't
1: message you, you know, when I was there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'd be like, do
2: it. <laughs> Just encouraging the gun purchases, <laughs> of course. Yeah.
1: So anyways, so I had a chance to talk with everybody there. It was kind of it was good. Uh what else? Oh, and I met uh, one of our uh riflemen. His name is Chris Ward, saw him there. Amazing guy. And yeah. Uh what else did I do? Oh, Sunday went to the range and shot the challenge, the January challenge for Maple Seed. And yeah, didn't stay there all that long because I wasn't feeling all that well. But we just went out and you know plunk linked around a bit so it was lots of fun um did well shot kevin's target first and then mine so that meant that i ruined his target and i didn't get points on my target and then i shot the second target and then submitted that because of the fact that as i said i wasn't feeling well went home that's it that's all. oh yep. the other thing that we did was we so maple seed we sent everybody who uh, shot a um, rifleman score. We sent them all invites to become instructors. So if you haven't filled it years out or if you haven't declined or whatever you, so you can reply with an email declining, or if you'd like to uh, become an instructor, there is a, there's a, um, a link at the bottom of your your invite Uh, just click on that submit brightly and you can actually sign up for it if you're interested so we've had 29 responses so far so that's pretty good
0: that's cool muffin and i are like where are we going to find the time
1: i know (sighs) especially you but the thing is uh we'd like uh people from across canada because of the fact that if You know, if you're looking at it right now, 29 responses is a great amount. But if you were talking about all across Canada, like New Brunswick. How's Alberta doing? Alberta actually is doing not too bad. We have a few that have said that they would step up, so which is awesome. It means that we can go there and then we can hold some events and then we can have instructors there. And Kelly, uh,
0: having gone through the national coaching program for archery, um uh, being involved with IPSEC and knowing the challenges they have with finding instructors for RO and black badge Yeah. 20, 29 people after one year i think is actually amazing yeah you, okay i, I thought
1: do, you I, I do but i okay. uh, what i'm saying is that um, it's when you look at it across the country that's that's not a lot but it's actually pretty freaking amazing for
0: a grassroots program yeah it is it is a lot you can well, it it's
1: to
2: not fun.
0: really g- grassroots anymore I mean if, if no, you look yeah, at, it's at the
1: life which, of which other organization Skate
0: <laughs> Canada, training Skate across Canada. Canada Skate Canada is not grassroots Ipsic is still grassroots okay unless your sport is in the Olympics or the Canada Games I'm sorry you're grassroots so yeah, um, yeah uh, 29 people wanting to become instructors which in the is future. awesome I'm excited Absolutely. now of that 29 6 will probably follow through yeah that, that's just the reality of life and stuff
1: Yes, we're expecting some of the people, you know, life happens. So, but I'm hoping that, you know what, even just one more person is one more person to help out, right? Okay. Uh, hello? All right.
0: Carry us <laughs> along while I blow my nose, Kelly. Carry us <laughs> along while I blow my nose. <laughs> all right. So
1: oh, that, going, okay. Hello? Was that uh-huh. all you had?
0: Is that all yeah. you had for? Yeah.
1: That, that's pretty much everything. Yeah, right. pretty much. Yeah.
0: So let's right. get into our upcoming events then. Uh, I want to talk about okay. the 8th Annual Podcaster Network Charity Shoot because uh, every week I'm getting a few more details to add to this section. So um, one exciting thing is I'm meeting with the representative from this year's charity tomorrow at 2 o'clock at his office to finalize the details of whether or not yes we are going to support him he works for a major business that always supports my club so i'm also going to try and um, see about a sponsorship relationship between him and the event uh, what that would look like but uh, more so just want to make sure that i know he's going to be comfortable with the podcasters raising money for his charity at a gun club because his business sponsors our gun club summer slime event often, so I, I I'm sure it's all going to be good. Just need to finalize the details before I announce it, and then if it doesn't work well, we're going to have to start looking for a new charity. But I'm, I'm I'm confident. So this year, God help me. If I survive, it'll be a miracle. It's a three day event. It'll start on the fifth of July and end on uh, sometime in the early mornings hours of the eighth of July at my place, but officially the 5th of July is a Ferlacci handgun fundamentals class with McClatchy and myself instructing. There will be 15 spots. The cost is $100 per person with 100% of that money raised going to the charity. Uh, the next day we have um, a maple seed on July 6th. So that'll be Friday. Yep, And there are 20 spots Costs $70 for adults, $50 if you're law enforcement or military, um, $35 for youth participants. Yeah. Um,
1: can i add to that yes absolutely jump in okay so anybody who's a project maple seed member themselves or anybody who's a ccfr member can actually get a discount on th- on those as well because we offer them across the country so it's five dollars per membership so if you're a member of both of them you'll get ten dollars off as well are you serious
0: you you can stack your your discounts that's oh, awesome yeah. yep so all the more reason to become a uh maple seed member and a ccfr member
1: Right, and for that, we're also going to be giving a portion of the proceeds to the charity as well. So, cool. We're just deciding on the amount. We still have right. to get to actual New Brunswick, but yes. Well, we that's
0: are. the thing; <laughs> it doesn't cost McClatchy and I nearly anything to put on a McClatchy class. So it's easy for us to kick up the money. There's a lot of expenses involved in putting on a Maple a Project Maple Seed Shoot, so yep. no one expects a donation. This is just an opportunity to. Yeah. Come to Lollapalooza and have a three-day gun event, and walk away with your Rifleman badge, and and maybe a score better than two thirty-seven. But I doubt it. But I wish you luck anyway. You know, good luck.
1: <laughs> that would be so. beating Trevor. Um, but yeah. Hey,
0: do we get a do we get a discount for uh, being part of Slimefire Radio? No, no you get to pay more. To pay you double. get the you get the dumb tax. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we're going to actually. I believe it's twenty twenty-five percent. We'll we'll be working it out so that we'll donate that to you guys well,
0: there's, there's there's no obligation so just keep yeah. that in mind so um
1: yes yeah there's only 20 spots so we'll let people know as soon as possible we'll work it out and i know that there's people that are looking for the, so only 20 spots means you know as soon as it's open sign up for it
0: yeah and, and i'll need that link um to spread to the uh, Rescue gun club people because you know yep.
1: Absolutely. They get annoyed
0: when I organize events at our club and it gets sold out and they say, I didn't know. Well,
1: Yeah. It's going know. to be going out to you, Trevor, first. So, and then we'll, uh, yeah. we'll, but that's stuff we can talk about later.
0: Absolutely. So, Good to move on. Yep. All right. So day three of the charity shoot will be uh, three different events. Well, four different events, really. Uh, five, if you include the smoked meat eating contest, because everything's contest. Um, there will be. Bring your A-game, lady.
1: <laughs> all, right. Bring, all
0: right. Bring your A-game. And, all right. Uh, mini Steel Challenge. So this will be a similar to a USPSA Steel Challenge. Similar as in it'll be the same stages. So either Spoken Hope or Roundabout or Pendulum. It'll be those actual stages. You can look them up online. You can see what they are. We're going to offer three divisions. You can shoot it with a 22 pistol. If you don't have a holster, we can accommodate you. You can start off of a table. 22 rifle. Uh, or if you want to go over a full power handgun, we're going to put all the other full power handguns together. I don't care if you're shooting a 9 or three fifty seven SIG, forty five. I don't care. This is for fun. If you get super competitive, I'll just show you where the door is because I'm the only one that gets super competitive about these things, and I'm willing to let it go and have some fun, all right? So you got to work with me on this, people. You just got to relax. Just relax. And I may be talking to myself right now. <laughs> so, no, you're, um, talking, you're yeah.
1: talking to a lot of people. There's uh, quite a few that are l- watching right now.
0: Oh, cool. Um, following the steel challenge, there will be a round of trap while simultaneously shooting a round of 22 silhouette. So the round of trap is a box of shot shells. Bring one box of shot shells. That's all you need, 25 shot shells. Don't care if you take a 410, 20 gauge, 12 gauge, whatever, and it's one shot at a time. You don't need any kind of special shotgun, a single shot Kui, whatever, doesn't matter. A simple shotgun, if you don't have a shotgun, someone will lend you a shotgun, uh, but you have to bring your own ammo. The, then we'll have, simultaneously, you'll shoot one, then you'll go shoot the other. Both these events will happen at the same time. A 22 silhouette uh, shoot. So this is gallery style. We start by setting up five animals on a post. You stand in front of your five animals. We'll number them off. You're number two, you're number three, you're number four, whatever. You shoot, your five, you shoot five rounds only at the five animals. You give your score to the arrow. We go reset. You go from the uh, ram's to the turkeys, to the pigs, to the chickens. And then the person with the highest score wins. And then if there's ties, there's ties, whatever. Um, and that's just rifle, um, iron it's scopes, whatever Bring, bring whatever you got. Yep. And for that, so the round counts, the round count for the steel challenge, if you do the math on it, it's only a hundred rounds, but a lot of people um, have misses. So I always recommend that you bring at least double. So, it's minimum 100 rounds, but feel free to bring double. A Only shotgun has... Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> Excuse me. A shotgun I'll, I'll is take a home the one. You will <laughs> You cheap <laughs> son of a gun. Um, the shotgun is a round of trap, which is 25 rounds. And the silhouette, um, there are 25 animals. So, right? Rams, turkey, Rams, turkeys, pigs, chickens. Oh, four. Okay. So... Uh, bring a hundred rounds of 22 and you will be lots good. All three events are going to take place. at The rescuers gun club in Balmoral, New Brunswick. There will be a slam fire. Oh, and that's, yeah, that's it. And then of course, there's always a party at my house afterwards. Um, if you don't watch the barbecue and your stuff catches on fire, I will let it burn and then pour beer on it. I'm not watching your food. Just ask Matt, not Lorette either. Match tip, pro match tip, pro match tip. Watch your own food. Cause when I get home, after three days on the range, I just want to sit in the corner and be left alone with a beer. True story. So take care of yourself. Um, next event, there will be a Slam Fire Radio and CCFR Pub Night in Edmonton, Friday, July 13th. We will be at what pub, Adriel? I don't know, like Brewster's or something. Brewster. Well, that's it. Same one we went to last time. We don't need to change it. Just didn't know sure. what it's called. Brewster's. West so we'll be, at, we'll be at Brewster's in West Edmonton on July 13th. Um, we're getting a lot of flack because that's Prairie Fire Weekend. I apologize. We uh, it's I'm, I'm also going to be stuck in Calgary during Stampede. This just happens to be when I'm going out west. Um, then there's going to be a two-day Ferlachi Handgun Fundamentals uh, class. There'll be Fundamentals on the 14th and Beyond Fundamentals on the 15th. Round counts are about 250 per day. Cost is $200 per person. There are still spots available on both days. You can register for one or the other or both, but you need to pay when you register. And we would like people to start registering so that we can book our flights. Um, We haven't actually actively looked for a range yet. Should we just go back to Bonneville? Should we talk Uh, to Mark? We'll talk about this later. Talk to Mark. Yeah. Okay. Um, Are there any other events, Adriel or Kelly that we need to announce before we move on? All right, then. Uh, News. I have a news item here that I put in. It hits close to home. The RCMP to be sentenced in Moncton shooting spree that left three officers dead. So I'll just briefly read some of the details here. The New Brunswick RCMP faces sentencing Friday for labor code violations in 2014. In in the 2014 Moncton, New Brunswick shooting rampage that left three officers dead. But a spokesman for the members says, excuse me, Oh, it's not going to work. Can somebody else read this? Because I'm going to be coughing the whole way through. All right. I'm in as okay. soon as it loads.
2: Uh, Terry McKee of the Mounted Police Professional Association of Canada says, what's needed is accountability of the force's top brass. The policing community as a whole is a victim out of this. This is purely out of uh, a result of the incompetence of the senior executives of the RCMP. Oh, the Constables Doug uh, Larch, Fabrice. Sure. All right. Voden and Dave Ross were killed, while constables Eric Dubois and Darlene Goguen were injured Gauguin. when gunman Justin Bork went hunting officer uh, police officers in a Moncton neighborhood. Um, so I guess they're getting charged be- for workplace violations because the AR fifteen is PPE in these days. Well, yeah,
0: I just I just have. Uh... The whole thing is a huge waste of taxpayers' dollars to take the RCMP to court. RCMP to be sentenced? How do you sentence something that is a corporation essentially? Right? Um, what, what, what? 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 Are you gonna Are you gonna charge them a fine? Is the government yeah. gonna pay itself? Yeah, None of this.
2: Yeah, hundred thousand dollars fine. Five hundred thousand dollars to the University of Moncton for memorial scholarships. One hundred fifty thousand dollars to educational trust funds. Mm-hmm. So basically, take some money and donate to the stuff that they like. Yeah,
0: but. Does that money come out of the RCMP's budget, which comes out of my tax dollars? So here we are saying that the RCMP uh, frontline officers are under-trained and under-armed. Yes. And the RCMP's brass, the answer from the brass in the RCMP is, well, we're underfunded. Okay, mm-hmm. so you don't have you don't have funding to train officers. You don't have funding to roll out the carbine program like you were supposed to after Maythorpe, Alberta shooting. And now we're going to take money from them and give it to a university for a memorial? I'm not against the memorial. That's not my point. But if they're already underfunded, you're going to take money out of their existing budget? Either way, it's coming out of my tax dollars. This is whole, I mean, charge charge, and throw in prison the people at the top who run the RCMP who are responsible for decisions that led to the men being undertrained and women being undertrained and underarmed. Why not hold them responsible? They're the ones making the decisions. Instead, we're just going to take money out of their budget. This is so Canadian, it's gross. If these guys were in the private sector, they'd be fired.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you might not get charged, but you get fired <sighs> for for slow rollout of a workplace safety program. If, if
0: you're not going to charge, I mean, of course the charges would never stick because you can't, you can't. There's no, there was no criminal intent. You can't prove negligence, <clears throat> but you can prove incompetence. And because they were incompetent, fire them. And if the government isn't funding them appropriately, cut something else that is wasteful, like sending snowcoats to Syria or whatever. And, and fund them appropriately. If the men that are running the RCMP really can't do their job because they are legitimately underfunded, well, then move up to the chain to the person who's responsible for making those budget decisions. The RCMP used to be known... Worldwide, globally, as one of, if not the best-trained police force on the planet, everybody recognizes the Red Surge. It used to be a point of pride for Canadians to to say, "Yes, the RCMP is our national police force," and they always get their man. And now it's like, "Oh, we're we're going to take them to court, and then they're going to be sentenced." Or, I mean, we've 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 let it we've let it slip because our priorities of a nation have changed. Exactly. <clears throat> that's the end of my go-button moment on that.
1: Very good? I'm <laughs>
0: <That's probably laughs> a little good aggravated. News. You know, and, and some good people are dead. That's And let's, you know, at the end of the day, that's the most important thing we have to remember here is some good people are dead and then they, they shouldn't be. All right. Well, why don't we jump into something a little um, happier, and that is new gun stuff. Adriel, you've got a ton of stuff here. So what I would suggest... Is you go through it. Uh, I've looked at them, and the mm-hmm. ones that you want to take, take. The ones that you want to assign to somebody, assign. I've got all the links open. I'll awesome. Look.
1: Yeah. Wow, well, that's what a what it can do up. is
0: uh, I'll, I'll share it
2: out here. Uh, yeah. One of them was uh, Iron Guns running into trouble with the uh, Hex Mag 1030
0: round pistol mags. Now, yeah. I, I'm going to be that guy because I what? am that guy.
1: Why? What?
0: Well, we told you so.
1: Yeah. Uh, so uh,
2: here's, I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on for a second here. Okay. Um, there's another retailer that's importing these that was doing something with the RCMP that could all be above board, and now there's another retailer that's having problems with a risky item, which is a ten thirty round magazine.
0: Right. Well, you so remember, it could all
2: be above the board. Maybe Iron Guns didn't like cross their T's no. and dot their eyes on on
0: some part of this. The law The um, law is clearly written. A pistol mag can't be made out of a full uh, full size body.
2: We have a guy on the
0: show. What's
2: that? Does it specifically say you can't make it out of a full-size body? Yep. And that
0: was posted on the CGN thread. It's in there. Hmm. Um, I was told this by uh, a retailer. And when these first came out, Matthew and I, we had a conversation, us, the host here, about the wording on the mag. And we thought the wording on the mag was going to be what was problematic. But in fact, somebody else, a retailer, pointed out to me that this is going to get shut down and here's why. Because pistol mags can't be made out of full length mags. If it's a full length mag. ATRS has a uh, a longer magazine, though. They're AT
2: fifteen mags. Not, right, but it's not a full thirty rounder. But it's not like a limited
0: ten, like it's right. closer to like a twenty rounder kind of a thing. It's closer to a twenty round, but it's not a thirty round, right? Mm-hmm. Your standard Air fifteen mag is a thirty round body. So ATRS, <clears throat> excuse me, uh did it right. They made it longer, but not too long. Yeah, I don't know if I buy it. Um, well, I can find you the wording here. Hold on. All right. The body cannot hold more than 10 rounds. Um, da, da, ba, da. Let's see if we have the actual quote from the from the act. But anyway, yeah. that's what it is. The body can't while hold you're, more. Uh, while you're pulling that up. a uh, lot. Well, that's I'll true, hold, if the body can't hold more than 10 rounds, then the ATRS mag will be next. Well, they're not making them anymore, so no risk there. Really? How come?
2: I don't know. Some uh, problems with the molds or something like that. But the ones that are out there, people really like uh, yeah, me too. But I wonder if I have to pin them. Hmm. Uh, SFRC has some. Do you guys just say previe partisan? Like, is that preview. is that? Yep. Oh, sure, Previe pre sure. Preview partisan. Uh, they've got some uh, stuff for pretty cheap. They've got the uh, 308 for 382 per 500, which is yeah. very
0: decent for. Sorry, uh, not, sorry, Adriel, we're not coming back to this. Or okay, no,
2: I just I, I just want to leave you time to come
0: to read up on it. Gotcha. I just don't want to leave the listeners in alerts going. Wait, I thought they were going to finish that nope. story. Okay, nope. I'm looking while you're reading. Cool. Okay. Okay. Um, and then they also they
2: had some five five six, but it's all sold out. It it's was fun. four twenty nine per thousand. You know who's it's not sold,
0: sold out of five five six? X mental Targets, and you can buy it from <laughs> me.
2: How much is it? Is it four twenty nine per thousand?
0: That's uh, probably better than that. I'm not. A, I'm not a scientist. Uh, they put stuff on sale all the time, so I don't keep track of the pricing. Right. Just go to close radio market. deal. Uh, for you, my friend, double. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Damn it. I, I'm, I'm losing every time on this. <laughs> Let me know when you, when
0: you hit the wording. I'll just keep going on here. Yeah, I think it's um, the best I found was uh, a quote that said um, that a...
2: Now, is that the quote from the criminal code or is that a quote from the RCMP?
0: Because the RCMP what? has got all sorts of wacky stuff that oh, isn't yeah. actually quote, in the criminal I would code. Quote them. I would quote the firearms act. Yeah. <clears throat> the body cannot hold more than 10 rounds. What's the body uh, by the magazine the magazine. Yeah. However, I cannot, uh, cite the source for that quote. So we're not going to pass it off as saying that it's from any credible source. It's, it's something I read in a post on CGN, but I thought the first time I saw it, that it was copied and pasted out of the firearms act. I well, stand and, corrected. And here's,
2: here's why I'm, I'm skeptical of that. Um, like, the, the, the body of a 530 will hold
0: more. The body uh-huh. of a... Right, but it's uh, even, 5, even but some it's of the, to 5. What's that? Anything that holds 30 must be pinned to 5. Anything okay, that's what a pistol anything mag anything must not be able to
2: hold more than 10. With a pin. But, like, the body doesn't come into that.
0: No. Period. No pin. An air pistol mag shall never be able to hold more than 10 rounds. So what about a Glock pistol mag that's been pinned?
2: That's a. That's not a, a rifle. That's 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 a pistol. That's a handgun, just just like the
0: AR pistol, which is oh also a pistol yeah. So a pistol mag is a pistol mag. Yeah. Very good, yeah. Adriel. Very good. I hope they're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> you may have just screwed us all, Adriel. Uh, no, it's
2: it's it's <laughs> a pistol like an AR fifteen pistol mag is a pistol mag. You should pistol be able is to is pin. A pistol it's mag, a mag regardless
0: the caliber. Yeah. If but it's if that designed pistol mag is used in a rifle, rifle. Well, no, then sorry, I could have a 17-round Glock 17 mag pinned to 10, and I could be using it in my Kel-Tec sub two thousand. Then what? Uh, not not used in, designed and manufactured
2: for. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Anyways.
0: Uh, Cray Cray.
2: An one. We'll see what happens there. Anyway, it, well, it doesn't, we have to make sense. it doesn't have to make sense for the RCMP to ban it and to right causing people.
0: Yeah. So right now. Um, everything in my house, except for LAR pistol mags, has a pin in it. My Beowulf mags are pinned. My hex mags are pinned. I need to look into this, uh, ATRS thing. Hmm. Good luck finding those. Yeah. Well, if if the, if the, if the logic that was applied to the hex mag is sound, it will apply to the ATRS as well. All right. Uh,
2: the next one I've got up here is the T1X. Now, we talked about this before, um, but and now it's got a cost, and uh, it's the Tika T1X Rimfire uh-huh. in 22 and 17 HMR, and they are 650
0: And I well, don't think that's expensive, be- I tell, and I'll tell you why. There are some factory 1022s out there that are this much or more. Mm-hmm. But that's a semi-auto, right? Right. But this
2: is a Tika, right? Yeah. So here's what this, the the Tika T1X is competing against the CZ 455. Uh Uh-huh. Which is a pretty nice rifle for around that cost, less than that cost.
0: Less than that cost, but not a lot Mm -hmm. less. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a Tika. So the CZ can pull it off. Tika can can pull it off. Yep. Maybe. If this has a Tika trigger and a Tika action. bolts. That'd be interesting. I,
2: they couldn't have gone with the same action for the bolt though.
0: I wonder what, no, no, I'm just saying the the same, the same attention to detail and and finish. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, uh, I wonder what that
2: action is like and what it's made from.
1: Hmm. Well, um, you know, 2018. We'll know.
2: Yep. Uh, the next one, uh, so SFRC is offering the stripped BCL one Oh two upper and lower receiver sets. And they are, Eight hundred bucks, seven ninety nine, right, for the set upper and lower. Yeah, for the set. Yeah, hmm. which Do I they thought take- they were going to be a thousand. Like uh, there was an early report that uh, that I saw that it was a thousand, but eight hundred bucks is not too bad. We were talking about this uh, just before or, or earlier today, and uh, um, eight hundred dollars plus a barrel plus a BCG plus a stock and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I think you could um, rather than buying the seventeen hundred dollar one and then taking nope. a bunch of stuff off of it and then throwing a bunch of stuff back on, uh, you could potentially build
0: the one you want right from the ground up. Potentially. The only concern I have is availability of parts for the AR-10 and or which AR-10 parts are compatible with this. Because this yeah. isn't an AR-10. This is not like an SLR where you're told straight up everything except the upburn receiver is compatible, except mm-hmm. for... Aftermarket drop-in trigger packs that are con- yep. contained units. We don't know what parts out there are available that are compatible with the BCL. We should uh, we should see if we can get one of those guys on the show. Yes, we can ask him. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. the idea is great. Let's let's do a three hundred eight build. Uh, but you know um, what part? You know what are the parts available? I see that S and J Hardware is offering SLR parts kits. I saw that on on Instagram. Huh,
1: yeah, I saw
0: that too. My question was, and I don't know if it was ever answered: um, What are the base parts made out of? I see a hammer and a sear in there, but is that Noreiko hammer and sear? What are you What are you putting in these things? Why, you know, well, um, it's 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 a it's a very. I mean, you can buy an AR-15 lower parts kit to throw in your SLR and have extra parts left over. This is a parts kit that won't have any extra parts left over. But I mm-hmm. want to know which parts they started with, and whether or not they're DPMS, Norinco, Daniel Defense, you know. Um, so, mm. time will tell. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which of these other stories did you guys want to cover?
2: So I think, well, uh, Trevor, do you want to talk about the uh, STI DVC Omni? Have you looked at it?
1: I think he's blowing his nose.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stand <laughs> by. I definitely want to talk about the Omni. Stand by. All right. We'll. Uh, I'll just open up a bunch of these uh, links here. Maybe while you're. Yeah, while are at it. We, and why uh do we, why, why don't pull out the uh the, the meme gun of uh of shot show and I think that is this guy right here.
0: Yes, I, I wanna I wanna uh, rage on that too, but you want to do the omni first? <laughs> All right, well let's get to Omni <laughs> right, first. So I love STI, I love Canada's STI importer, Freedom Ventures, right? I love Devin, Sean, I love working with those guys. I love spending money in their shop. I love STI but this gun doesn't, I don't understand this gun. Right. It's based on the 2011, right? So it's kind of like a 1911, but as we know, 2011s are not 1911s. We know that's it been proven scientifically. Uh, so they took a 2011 and they put a, an RMR on it and that's the way of the future. Everybody's getting an RMR on their guns, but then they put a, a ported barrel on the front. So I'm confused. Is this a competition gun or is this a carry gun? Because who's going to carry a gun with a comp? They're going to destroy their hearing if ever they have to use it but I get it, you know, if you have to use it, you're hearing is the least of your worries, but there are other options out there that you can use and not destroy your hearing. if well, it's no, one, comp- no one's actually going to carry that as like a carry gun, though. So what are you going to yeah. use? It? Are you going to compete with it? Because if you're going to put that up against, it's not allowed in the production division. It's not allowed in the standard division. The only place in IPSC or USPSA it's allowed to go is an open, open. and it's not an open gun. So I, I don't understand where this gun fits in the in the hierarchy of guns in the gun world. And I kind of feel like it's it's a gun that nobody asked for or wanted, but but here it is. You could use it in three gun open rather than like your you standard. Could, tool. <clears> you could but with, just use an open gun and open.
2: Yeah how how far how far away is this thing from an open gun? Um,
0: well, I guess have, the the slide mounted red dot right. It has a comp, but it doesn't have the proper comp. It has a red dot, but it doesn't have a red dot that sits mounted on top of the slide. When when your red dot Mm -hmm. is attached to your slide, you have to track it the same way in the same planes of movement that you would sights. Only you're tracking one dot instead of a front sight, trying to line it up uh, when the muzzle comes back down with the rear notch. Uh, When you use a true open gun, the sight is mounted to the frame. So it doesn't move with the cycling of the slide. So you don't have to track it through recoil the same way you would. So yeah, it's a red dot, but it's not a huge advantage red dot, like an actual open gun. It -hmm. has a mag well, but again, doesn't really have an open gun mag well. So yeah, I don't know where, I mean, okay. And so not everybody's into competition. Hey, if you want to buy this gun, because it looks like something that Deadpool would carry or the Punisher, have at it, spend your money shoot it enjoy it you'll love it it'll feel great it'll work great but it doesn't really have uh it's not a carry gun it's not a dedicated competition gun in my in my mind i don't yeah yep
2: uh iron guns is bringing in glock i didn't even know there's a thing
0: glock i didn't 19, know it's a thing either 22. it's got to be is it got to be a conversion glock glock's right. not making a 22 are they i don't know did, if, that's if, cheap 350, 350
1: us yes. yes it's still
0: cheap you want it, so it's going to be almost double Canadian, no,
1: right? No, no, it says for Canadians. So let's see. Uh, no, USD. It's US dollars, yeah. So 350 yeah. 350
2: US. What is that
1: until January 31st?
0: Yes, NCAD is 430 bucks. 430 bucks for a Glock 22. That's still cheaper
1: than buying
0: an a, yep. a, um, Advantage Arms 22 conversion kit. Yep, hmm. but if you buy the Advantage Arms 22 kit. It's to go on a Glock you already have with a full caliber barrel. If you buy this, this is all you get, unless then you want to buy a Glock upper. Which, and it's hmm. and isn't there a Glock clone in twenty two? One of the guys at New Shooter has one, I think. Really? Yeah, I think George has one. It's a twenty two, and it's kind of like a Glock clone. Mm. magic. Oh, that was woods. gross. Oh, Cleanest is so squishy. I don't... <laughs>
2: okay <laughs> all right there's a glock for 350 us uh troy's got a side action rifle now uh it's got
0: a big bolt on the side and that's how pump, you run it pump air now bolt action air and these aren't the only guys with a bolt action air somebody else on instagram had one and i asked why were they in the uk no I think this is a UK thing as well, and potentially <laughs> yeah. an Australian thing. Uh, yeah, this is definitely a UK thing though, because their their ARs over there have no gas system. Yeah, so they and shoot. their they cycle. Yeah, yeah, bolt um, kind of like that. You know, if you, I get it, if you can't have an AR, you can't have an AR. But yeah. if you want a bolt gun, buy a bolt gun. This is not going to be as inherently accurate as a bolt gun. No, but it would be f- fast shooting. How is it faster than any other bolt gun? Well, because I assume it's just front and back. Do you, is it, is it just a straight pull? I see a notch there. I'm not. So you're going to give up accuracy for faster cycling of a manual action?
2: Well, okay. So if imagine you're in like, God, God forbid you're in the UK and you can own just like Real crap guns and just or you know, just just nice shotguns and uh you know your bolt action hunting guns, but you want to own something tactical and like actually shoot more than one round every ten seconds at the at the range.
0: This would be it, right? No. I get I get yeah, uh, I'm kind of with <laughs> Kelly. <clears throat> no. Uh, well, what else would you get? Well, how about a Remington seven hundred and attack twenty one chassis?
2: Oh, that's for like long range. What about something that's short range or faster? Get it you can get a Remington seven
0: hundred in a multitude of calibers. You can get it in 223, which is what this is. This one has a 30 round mag too. Depending on where you use it. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. So, yeah, but if that mag, okay. Well, yeah, but if that mag fits in an AR, I can't use that mag. Nope. In Canada, this will still be restricted to a five or 10 rounder.
1: Yep.
2: Yeah, it's not an advantage for Canadians unless they said this does not take AR mags. This take it's its own, which, which is weird. have with the
0: power they should have gave the power. There should have been two versions, and one of them should have had a proprietary mag. Yeah, yep. With and like the rear the rib filled in or some weird stuff. Some weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. You listening, Troy? Get on that, would you? Okay. Let's keep going here.
2: <laughs> the Mossberg 590M. Did we talk like about it. the Remington
0: mag? We fed? did, we did, and I and I pooped all over it because for this thing, I prefer this, this thing too. We know that um, the mos- the the Remington weird. clones that are uh, pump action um, uh, pump action mag fed shotguns don't work. So why is this Remington one going to work? I don't think it is, but this is a Mossberg, and Mossbergs are different. And as soon as I saw this, not only did I like it, I thought, who's going to make a twenty five round drum? Hmm.
2: well they've got like because they're going double stack on the on the box mags uh they're able to get they're able to get 20 pretty quick yeah so 20 like i actually saw this come up on three uh three gun page imagine you just rock one of these guys with 220 round mags you're done (laughs) yeah you don't need any uh any extra capacity you're good to go you got 220 round mags now now i mean carrying a box of shells in the middle of the gun is a little bit heavy but uh and these mags look horrible. Oh, my, they look so weird. <laughs> yeah, I had to get to murder for shot show. Yeah, I had to get out for for shot show. But uh, you know they're probably strong. They got lots of reinforcing ribs on them and that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, because if you but, drop it after firing one round, <laughs> there's a lot of weight in there. Imagine yeah. if it's full of slugs. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, it would yeah, uh, twenty ounces just in slugs, lot. right? Yeah, uh, I still want to. I still want to uh, draw. Link is broken. Okay, um, still, still want a drum? Bush what on Yeah, be yeah. Um, they
2: have a Mossberg. Also has a precision rifle on their Patriot, but who cares? Yeah, um, I concur. And here is the Reformation. So this was the secret sauce gun that uh, that was uh, not a gun in the states, and it's not a gun because it has straight, straight rifling.
0: Falls under what's called any other weapon. So it's not a shotgun and it's not a rifle because of the rifling that they put into it. It's called any other weapon. And it shoots, what is it, four inches at 50 meters? Nice.
2: Uh, yeah, it shoots, shoots these little uh, <laughs>
0: brass uh,
2: Nerf footballs. If you've had like one of those Nerf footballs that you threw like in the 90s, that would look
0: just like this. And that's what they've
2: got for this guy.
0: Um, this, is, this, is a, this is, again, something no one asked for. If you want a short barrel rifle, you're going to want one that's accurate. You'll pay the two hundred dollar tax stamp, and you'll wait. This, this—they made it just to say, "Ha ha!" They're they're sticking their finger up to the government. Look what we came up with. We came up with a gun <laughs> that we can sell and not have to pay you a tax stamp. Sure, it—you can't hit anything with it, but we did it, and it's two thousand dollars. Stop it. Yeah, stop and the just barrels stop. just a little bit
2: shorter than what you could get with a legal one. That would be non-tax stamp. Yeah, or it's, it's not longer weird. than the one that you would get with just a tax stamp on it. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, kind of weird. Kind of weird. weird. Um, there were a couple other ones, but I'm not sure if you guys want to get to them. There was uh, a belt fed AR 15, uh, there was the Tavor 7 and the TS 12, but we've talked about those ones before. Uh, there was also the uh, TNW Aero Survival Rifle or ASR in 22 Win Mag. No, not Win Mag, Winchester Rimfire Magnum. Um, any of those pick you guys fancy or
0: do you want to on? Um, well, I, I did. The one that you didn't mention here uh, was the mm-hmm. uh, new 1911s from Kimber. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Kimber though. So that's. And it's know. a 1911. <laughs> so, so they. Kimber now offers a bobtail 1911. new. No, no, stop it. They're 1911s and they have different colors and some have ambient controls and some have a bobtail butt on them. Yeah, and they look yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, let's see that, yeah. Oh, and of course, they've got their RMR-ready version.
1: Yes.
0: So, yes.
1: Page down a bit, that's the one.
0: Oh, I'll keep going. Yeah. There
1: yeah. you go.
2: <sighs> now, uh, now, if you're going to do that with a 1911, do the frame-mounted red dot. Why would you do this bit? Because that's what everybody wants right now. He Yeah, but that's on like a, a proper carry gun, not a 1911.
0: Yeah, fair. But somebody might carry this. Hmm.
2: <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah I mean, they, they want twenty pounds in you know.
0: their
2: pants. <laughs> you, <laughs> you want so, something that's heavy and and unreliable? Well there <laughs> and well, it has yeah. a red dot on it. Cool.
0: Not just that. Adriel, what look what they did to the front of the gun. They put they put an optic on the back of the gun, which adds weight to the back. And of course we've got to balance it out by taking weight off of the front by porting the slide don't Oh, understand yeah. that.
2: Well, there's okay. that, and then there's another one I'm looking at here that has like an iron sight on the back, an iron sight on the front, and then like a red dot in the middle.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and a lot of guys a lot of guys actually prefer that. The rationale being if the um if there's no co witnessing and your red dot fails, what are you gonna do? Your your gun is your gun is done. So if you've got some kind of co witness thing going on, it's like guys who run an optic on their AR but keep their irons up all the time. There's no you don't have to stop and put them up. They're already up if the battery dies. Now I find that sight picture very, very busy. But mm-hmm. if I had to carry a rifle for a living, I'd probably learn to get used to it. I would just get a real
2: nice, rugged optic. Spend two grand on a on a really nice, rugged I optic. I don't know if they've
0: made an optic more more rugged than iron sights, though. Well, no. And one is none, and two is one. Ah, I'll just carry another gun. Well, there's that. Because <laughs> one is none. What is this? That's, Did uh, Derry uh, make here. a bullpup shotgun? Yeah, there's
2: the the Turkish space gats. These are the <laughs> the, the Bull Pop twelve
0: gauges that uh is putting out. Oh, at least they're not putting the sights on backwards anymore. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't somebody else make one too that looked like the T ninety seven? Uh well yeah,
2: the the Narinko. The Norinco, that's been out for a while. That's the uh Puma K twelve.
0: Ah. Uh, you don't hear much about that thing. Not really, no. And of course, this will have its own proprietary mag, like every other model of Daria twelve gauge semi-auto shotgun. Maybe uh, it's got the
2: little like locating ribs
0: on there to like mm. stop over travel. So maybe this is neat looking. I still want a Mark twelve. Mm. Neat looking. The, the neat looking.
1: Neat looking. Okay.
0: Yeah. You don't think it's neat looking? It's looking.
1: Uh, yeah, it's looking <laughs> awkward.
0: Really. <laughs> It's looking yeah. awkward. <laughs> uh, you know, look at the bottom one. The bottom one that has the barrel shroud. Mm-hmm. Look at what they made for, like, the front of the uh, foregrip in front of the trigger okay. guard. They just took a Fab Defense AFG and stuck it on a rail. <laughs> 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 at least that the works. other one above it has a proper handguard.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. That is just that is a Fab Defense AFG. I used to have one on my VZ58 with all my other Fab Defense furniture. Nice stuff, cool. by the way. Yeah. But, well, that's interesting. Darius making a bullpup semi-automatic shotgun. That is the most spacey looking Gat I've seen in a long time. Well, the Tavor is pretty spacey looking too. Yeah, very true. Yeah, spaciest looking shotgun. How's that? There was so, a competition um,
2: here. Everyone will put in an entry.
0: Tavor won. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so we have a, to make a choice. We can go on to the main topic, which we don't have because our guest had to bail. Or we can uh, finish up those last few items and uh, wrap up the show. What do you guys want to do? Let's right do up. the last few items and wrap yeah. up the show. We're Sounds already in an good. hour. Yeah. All right. What do we got? We got uh, what's left on here.
1: Oh, we got lots. Uh, left. We got lots of feedback.
0: That Delta Fed band. AR. Uh, oh. we have a new 6 6.5. Let's let's talk about that new 6.5 because we need more. 6.5 cartridges because the Creedmoor right. is already so 19 or 20, 2017. All right, here, let me share out that screen. Uh, you referred to was at work the other day. Uh, oh, we had two snow days here, so I went to work at the gunsmith like almost all day. It was awesome. <laughs> um, so Denny, uh, he got in a Ruger American, I think, in 6.5 Creedmoor, and mm-hmm. he's like, What, a 6.5 Creedmoor? He said, is this the new hipster round? People someday are going to be saying, "I shot six point five before it was cool." <laughs> yep, <laughs> pretty straight-laced yep. guy doesn't make a lot of jokes, so that was pretty hilarious. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. He got in a Ruger Precision rifle, like a Gen Two in three hundred eight. When I opened, I'm not a religious guy, but I opened the box and I heard angels sing. Literally, Did you? They, yeah, this by me it was awesome in a very heavenly kind of way. I'm pretty I sure it was what do you think the same thing happens when you open up
2: a Mossberg Patriot uh, precision rifle chassis? <laughs> no, I think like oh, a gremlin uh, or an elf runs out or something, or a kitten <laughs> dies. <clears throat>
0: All right, what do we got? Here? All right,
2: uh, Hornady bring is bringing out the six point five PRC, uh, which is a stanky 6.5 Creedmoor. It's uh, it's using the three hundred RCM or the uh, Ruger Compact you say Magnum. Stanky or skanky? Stanky. stanky. Oh, it's Got some stank on there. <laughs> Somebody open a window
1: combination. (laughs) Uh,
2: So it's, it's wider. It's got 28% more case capacity. So you can really get that six, five bullet moving. Uh, And that's uh, again, using a a pretty compact case because it's using that RCM uh, case, which would be interesting. I think, you know, six, five is already pretty hard on a barrel. I don't know if I'd want to get something that was six, five and like a lot faster. Thoughts? then uh, uh just another
0: gimmicky cartridge
2: maybe people said the same thing about the 65 Creedmoor and probably the same thing about the 17 HMR so
0: no 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 everybody Why? heralded that as the best thing ever hmm. no i'm just kidding every new cartridge like that comes point. out somebody every somebody's going to say that it's gimmicky right and normally yeah. the people saying it's gimmicky are the ones not selling it or the ones not owning it alright really? <laughs> no, I get I get excited about some new cartridges, but not that football-shaped thing. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> the Nerf football gun. Uh, I mean, look, the best cartridge to come out in the last ten years is the seven point six two by forty wt, and no one even knows what it is. Yeah, figures. I'd be it's excited. The best about. in your the heart. One. What's that? It's the best in your heart. Yeah, it is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, What else we got here? 224 Valkyrie. I heard of this before. uh, This is
0: one I'm liking. I'm hearing good. This is not a hipster thing. This is, this has got good numbers. Yeah. Like a real jacked up
2: 223 Mm -hmm. pump out the power, something you can put into an AR type rifle,
0: um, but really get some speed going. It's almost like, imagine if you will, if someone could increase the power and, and and the if they could increase the ballistic sorry what am I looking for here the, the kinetic energy the knockdown power the kill power of the air 15 without having to go to a larger caliber without having to change out the bolt carrier group without having to change out the magazine imagine if somebody could just ram a 30 cal bullet onto a 556 case huh well you can do that too it's done yeah it's not this it's, one it's called the 7.62 uh-huh. by 40 wT. but so yeah, so no, but this is what they're trying to do again with the 224 Valkyrie, right? They're trying to get more punch out of the 223 because it just, I mean, yeah, they're killing people all over the world with it and stuff, but it's not as effective as, uh, bigger stuff. Yeah. Like even a, even a 6.2 or a 7.62 by 39, Inside 200 meters, I think is going to be is going to do more damage. So I've shot steel with both, and I'll tell you the steel out of getting rung by my CZ 858 would would it would feel it a lot more than a 223. It's just oh yeah,
2: yeah. I so, did the same with uh, 308 and 6.5 Creedmoor, and the 308 just the extra
0: weight makes so, so much difference uh, hitting steel. Yeah, yeah. 6.5 Creedmoor. I mean, it is is not for shooting things. Uh Well, how much? How much more downrange accuracy and energy does it have over the 308? I mean, that's why everybody loves the 6.5 Creedmoor, right? Because it's the new long-range round. Well, and that's primarily to do with the
2: ballistics and it does the energy. The 308' is still producing, like, decent energy out of it. And is- keeping
0: that energy because it's got, like, a, a heavier bullet, right? <clears throat> yeah. Well, I don't – I mean, I don't think the military – like, the military hasn't adopted any of these. They're still using no. 5.56, 308 Uh, 300 Win Mag. 308 and 300 Win Mag, yeah. 300 Win Mag is great. It's a beautiful cartridge as well. Pardon? 338 Lapua. Yeah. Yeah. Here's why I like the the 300 Win Mag. 300 Win Mag is a a responsible choice between the 308 and the 338. Yeah. 300 Win Mag is going to have more knockdown power, more range than the 308. Um, It's not going to have as much as the 338, but you can realistically afford to reload and shoot. 300 Win Mag, a lot more than 330, 338 Lapua. So, big fan, big fan uh, of 300.
2: Mag. Reloading, I don't know. Reloading a 338 Lapua is decent. I, I I did it, and it and the the pricing wasn't that bad. The the brass, if you get that Lapua brass, it lasts forever.
0: True, but uh, it's not even more brass. A... I'm talking about the amount of gunpowder you're going to use and the projectiles. Yeah. Uh, you can't pick up a box of 338 Lapua projectiles for the same cost as I mean, a 308 uses 30 cal. Yeah. And thirty cal projectiles, my goodness! They've been around for so long There's so many different choices: Sierra, Match yeah. Kings, and Game Kings, and all the Hornady products. Like you just can't do that with the 338. You can. You're going to spend a lot money, a lot more money, and they're a little harder to find. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh my God! Filthy is watching me in his living room on his like eighty five inch TV. That's disturbing.
1: Wow! Do I really look that fat? <gasps> when you tilt up, you can see up your nose hairs. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm just saying.
2: All right. Uh, Moving on from there, we have a couple of other cartridges. There's the 7.5 FK field pistol, uh, 95 grain bullet, 2000 FPS. That's uh, interesting. I don't know if it's something I would get. Uh, There's the 6.5 uh, SOCOM uh, that has a polymer case. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, I know that that's been tried before. Um, Maybe someday we'll get there. And there was an AR-10 with forty five seventy cartridges. So if you really want to kill your shoulder and uh, see what your uh, your carbine stock is made of, uh, try that out of your, uh, <laughs> out of your rifle. <sighs> All right, let's see what else. Do what other news items do we got here? Uh, IMR is bringing out some t- uh, new powders. Uh, they've got a new line of pistol
0: powders. Oh, <laughs> I cool. like this. This is this is for people like me. Uh, can I have the blue one? <laughs> what what powder you below with? The green one. My 308 uses the green one. My 223 uses the red one, and my 3030 uses the blue one. They color coded it for me and Bubba. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, I just for my target shell rifle, in there. I use target powder because it says so. This reminds me of the time my grandfather went to the. He was so confused. He went to the grocery store to buy food for his dog. He's like, "Where's my dog's food?" They're like, "What are you talking about?" He says, "None of these bags have a picture of my dog." They changed the dog food. But Like they, they, the bag for years had a picture of a pointer and all of a sudden marketing decided to put a poodle on the bag or something. He, uh, yeah, and he couldn't buy dog food that day because none of the bags had a picture of a pointer. That's, that's no, the kind of
2: baby food where, where there's a picture of a baby on there. Yeah. If you take the baby off, who do you feed it to? <laughs> oh no, my God.
1: What's, maybe. what's
0: in the package. <laughs> Stop. Let's announce the good news.
1: Oh yeah. We totally,
0: we totally forgot. Matthew and Jewel. Well, Matthew, but you have some Matthew because we know he did all the work. What, Kelly? What?
1: Nothing. Go ahead.
0: Matthew and Jewel had their baby. Yes, they did. That's first thing Matthew's been early for in his whole life. Trust me. I go places <laughs> with the guy. He's never early. And Jewel's like, I'll show you early. I'm going to have my baby three months early. Hold my beer and watch this. Good for her.
1: She for held her. off for almost a month she tried. Awesome. Yeah. She God love her. So, so
0: yeah, she came to a party here and like the next day her water broke. What's that tell you? Yeah. It was a good party. <laughs> it a good party. <laughs> Maybe that's what was on the floor in the hallway. Oh my God. I'm not sure. That's oh a story God. for another day.
1: <laughs> so yeah. they had a baby yesterday at 4:20 in the morning. Her name is Violet and she's doing well. And so is mama. And apparently Matthew's taking all the credit. So it's awesome. <laughs>
0: As he <you> should. Sure. <laughs> Hey, Drew, you got two kids, right?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, good job, man. <laughs> I did most of the work for one of them, Kelly. Who had your kids? Was that you? Did you do that?
1: That was you, me. That was That's you. Remember, okay. I remember,
0: <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly's children were immaculately
2: conceived.
1: <laughs> You're damn right.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh let's see here. Okay. I'm gonna pull up this, uh, this weird looking AR here. This is a Belt Fit AR, which I think they've had before. Um, but this is the MCR belt-fed AR-15. What are the rules we, around this? If you get the the oh, ammo that's got these links that kind of fall apart after they go out, can you just like link a big
0: belt and shoot it? No. Also, on last week's show, you guys were talking about a belt-fed gun. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um We can't use reproduction belts. We can only. Uh, use I thought it
2: was just originals. Yep. Original, yeah.
0: Original. You can only use original belts. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because I remember when I was talking to, I was talking uh, to Ryan because he brought the nineteen M nineteen nineteen. Remember to yep. the charity shoot.
0: Yeah, he wouldn't let filthy or somebody wouldn't let filthy shoot it with his helmet on. Really? Yeah.
1: Must been Dave. Because Dave. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so we were talking about it. We had to get original belts. We couldn't because the other ones we would have only been able to actually uh, use five, shoot five in a row. Not, so what
2: not, do you, what, how do you pin that, uh, those belts? Do you, do you put a rivet in it or <laughs> do you them? chop them into five round
0: lengths?
1: <laughs> yep. yep.
0: Now, well, if there was a way to do are onto something, Adriel. five rounds and then a gap, and then you just manually pull it in and ooh. start over. So every, well, six, that's all on, What Matt, if every six round one? was a dummy?
1: That's what I was going to say. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Mm.
0: No, cuz the belt you'd have to permanently fix the dummy so you could never take it out. This is true. Mm. That would probably do Listen, there's up. there's industrious people out there that will figure What the hell is that, Adriel? <laughs> <laughs> is that a pirate's AR?
2: <laughs> that's That's for uh when you have uh, another, another pirate <laughs> ship and you. <laughs> vast you, it. <mateys. laughs> yes, mine. Prow
0: down to my AR15 kind of. <laughs> kind of. So, this looks like a, a, a sawed off AR 15 with, um yeah, like picture of a sawed <laughs> off shotgun where you cut this off. This is the an
2: shotgun. Obrez
0: AR 15. <laughs> Obrez. This is horrible. Uh, Again, this is something that no one asked for. And the people who sat I'm around that boardroom
2: meeting. Around, What's but that? It, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of happy that it's around, but
1: yeah. <laughs> Why is it this same thing. guy shooting all of these?
2: Oh, because this is off CGN, and this these are his channel the, the Canadian gun yeah. out. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This, this shot show seems to be the year of guns. No one needs or wants. I'm trying to think oh. of anything I'd want. Sean Hanson uh, posted a picture of a car pistol. And said, cars willing to make these in Canadian length barrels. Anybody interested in one, two, a bunch? And you know, that guy from, uh, I think the TV show was, it was not the office. Where's that guy that goes, yeah, if you could just maybe leave that gun office in the United space. States, that'd be great. Yeah, that was my reply. <laughs> yeah, like that, no one here wants that. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: I mean, the Tavor 7 is interesting to me, that 308
0: one. Oh, for sure. Yeah. but that's I uh, we have that. Is it 308 uh, already not here? Not yet. Not yet. Well, let's get on that. Yeah, I want that to war 3.08. That'd be Notice cool. No, it's in 3.08, not 6.5 Creedmoor or anything else? Yet. Yeah, fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just hope yes. the military doesn't adopt it. We'll never hear the end of it. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to think it's...
2: of anything else here that I would buy. I don't think so. Nope. Nope.
0: Nope. Nope. No, nope. nope. I'm good. All right, cool. Let's jump into listener feedback then. And the first one is from Mike, uh, Kelly, Adriel, who wants it? Cause I, I definitely. The next
1: one. Okay.
0: I got you're,
1: it. You're doing the next one. That's awesome. All right. <laughs> is this Mike from Canmore?
0: I hope so. Let's find Hi, out. Mike. He's got a lot of my guns <laughs> and magazines Yes. <laughs> from
2: Mike. Oh. Hey, just listening to the latest episode as I'm writing this, just wanted to add to the rimfire scope, uh, conversation the Diamondback Rimfire is technically a higher model than the Crossfire 2. Yes, it is. Vortex models run Crossfire, Diamondback, Viper, Razor, for the most part. And a variety of Vipers.
1: Yes.
0: Yes, the PST, HST, that kind of thing. Uh,
2: That being said, I don't...
0: Not scopes. What's that? It sounds like taxes, not scopes. HST, (laughs) PST.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, But the Diamondback on sale at Cabela's would be a great mod. Another thing I always feel is worth mentioning is the Vortex warranty is arguably the best there is. Mm-hmm. I've been listening for a few months now and am enjoying it. I heard uh, about you guys through the New Shooter Canada podcast. One topic idea I would have would be introduction to AR-15s, which I think we've done two times. Uh, yeah, there's
0: some- I'm st- we can never do it enough times. We can, we'll, when I build my kitty cat, we'll do it live on the air. I'll actually yeah, assemble we're... it on the air. It'll be a how-to slam fire special edition or something. I don't know. Okay. Sweet. Yeah, let's do that.
2: Um, I'm starting to get interested in building my first one. Maybe you could go over parts needed to build, price range, uh, favorite parts, and whatnot. Not sure if you've covered this in the past or not. Anyway, yeah. the entertainment tunes right now and leave a review. Thanks, Mike.
1: So cool. Mike goes back through the catalog, or yeah, we've done it a couple of times, right? So he can listen to those. But uh, Trevor,
0: you're
1: yeah. going to build it on air, right?
0: That'd be cool. I, yeah. I, I walked uh, George Hatch through to assemble one on his show yeah, once. You, so you
1: did, didn't, you? yeah. So and
0: thanks um, for
1: from New Shooter Canada.
0: Yeah, that would yeah. be cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so this next one comes to us from Ginger Snaps. since, <laughs>
1: Sorry.
0: since the Bolivar will not be attending the charity shoot. I would like to announce my chances of going just increased. I will bring uh MG 34 and the guy who owns it. Also sending hooked on phonics to help you folks on reading. No, ph- photastics. Oh, sorry. Not photastics. Yeah. See it, it's it's your brain. When you know how to read automatically fixes words for you. I'm doing my best to read this as written. So thank you. Uh, Adriel. Also sending. Hooked on Photastics to help you folks on reading, uh, my easy emails. I'm sure you will butcher this one too. NASA called. They want you back. New year resolution. Get Trevor to rage quit. Challenge accepted.
1: Oh, no, you didn't course, quit there.
0: No, no, I no, I did not. I did not rage quit. Now, reading Ginger Snaps' emails is enough to make anyone rage quit, but, uh. Yeah, so you send on that uh, Hooked on Photastics as soon as (laughs) your wife is done reading it to you, and uh, we'll pass it around. So if you would like to send us an email, you can do so by sending it to slamfireradio at gmail.com. We have two iTunes reviews and one Podbean or Bean Pod or some awful freaking app. We get an email that says, you have a review. You start reading it, and then it says, to read more, click here. So you click there, and it just brings you to the homepage. So I log in with our Slamfire account. I go to our page. Nowhere, anywhere can I find how to read a review or even how to leave a review. So whoever left that review, you are a much smarter man than I. And uh, we appreciate it, but we couldn't actually find it to put it in the show. That being mm-hmm. said, we do have two from iTunes. So this first one comes to us. Uh, was on January 19th uh, from What Your Beef. And it's five stars. Title Awesome Podcast. Review, love hearing about new products coming out. Well, you got your share tonight, didn't you? And all new and all Canadian firearms news. 10 out of 10 would recommend this to all my friends if I had any. (laughs) Oh, well, that's awesome. Thank you What your beef. Uh, Kelly, would you like to take the next one, please?
1: Okay, sure. Just switching over from BeanPod. Uh, It's from Styler505. If you uh, find
0: how to read that while we're on the air, I'm gonna I'm gonna close the laptop and go have a beer. I'm out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Styler five hundred five says it's really uh, sad hearing no new podcast reviews every week. So here's (laughs) here you go, good podcast. He says, "Oh,
2: I feel it in my heart." Me too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, good title, good podcast. Bean. So, 12 hours ago, he sent a. I don't know who it is either. It says, I started listening to Slamfire Radio in October 2017 and have steadily been working my way through older episodes. I really enjoy the show. It's a good way uh, to blend news. And then uh, that's it. That's all I got.
0: So, again, the the review that we couldn't finish reading.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, just that was it. That was the whole thing right then and uh, there.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah don't worry about saying. it. Yeah, fine. Good. <laughs> all right. So, if you would like to leave us a five-star review, we've got 162 so far just on iTunes, but people are, uh, people who are smarter than me are figuring out how to leave them on other podcast catcher apps as well. So that's all good because everyone you leave helps get the show noticed. So thank you very much to all of you who have done that. Uh, shout outs. I have a couple. Um, I've got one to Brett from tactical pay radio. It was a pleasure being on and I'm looking forward to having you on and hearing the episode. Oh, if you guys think I talk a lot on here, it was just me. And he just said, "Go!" Oh God! <laughs>
2: yeah, I
0: know. It's like for anyway. Oh, okay, patient, patient man. Is. Um, and then of course to Bolivar and Chad for helping me out with my kitty cat build. I kid you not. That's what this gun is called. It's called the AR-15 or M16 kitty cat. Um, and Gavin, Gavin, you're dead to me. And I hope you bring home herpes from Shot Show.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Um, I think it was Benny or herpes. <laughs> yes more herpes this uh everything that happens in vegas doesn't always stay in vegas remember that gavin yeah. um and uh and benny get me that bracelet all right pal okay uh adriel uh yeah just a quick shout out to tracy she shared my uh article on training to the uh ccfr page so thank you yeah, oh cool. she did. She got her rifle back today, and she's been sharing that all over the place. Nicest nicest Kui ever. (laughs) (laughs) Kui's have no business looking that good. (laughs) And and you know what? That is basically what he considers a basic job. He does... My my Kui Model 84 from back in the 50s came out even nicer. Like He just... He calls that the premium job, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of time went into that gun. A lot of time, but... Nicer work comes out of that shop. That's all I'm saying. He did a good job, but even nicer work comes out of that shop. Wait till you see my wingmaster. That's gonna blow your socks off. So and he does he does parkerizing, hot bluing, rust bluing, and coating So and his prices are just insane. <laughs> hourly rate is fifty bucks. Now I'm not I'm not I'm not criticizing anybody else, but the Calgary Shooting Center hourly rate is $125 an hour. Wow. Yeah, so keep that in mind.
2: $50, $50 right? is super reasonable. Like, yeah, in, yeah. My, in my shop, it's 150 to 200
0: There you go. So, yeah, cool. All right, I hijacked the show. Sorry. Anybody else, Adriel? No, that's it for mine. Kelly? Kelly?
1: Yeah, so I just wanted to say th- uh, hey to Stacey and thank you for uh, sending me all those great updates from Shot Show. We've got a lot of people, a lot of friends at uh, Shot Show right now. So, uh, and she's... frenemies.
0: Also, a lot of frenemies at Shot Show. <laughs>
1: Sure, okay. I was
0: getting a lot of pictures at 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm just saying, a lot of pictures. That's a lot of hashtag Trevor sucks. A lot of middle fingers. A lot of people with their okay. arms around Yolanda. Is
1: this that why Gavin is dead to you? That's why
0: Gavin is dead to me. Oh,
1: anyways. Uh, so, yeah, she was just telling me that she went out to uh, shoot today with Lucas and Rod. So, yeah. Hmm. Anyways. Do
2: you guys want to go to SHOT Show next year? I think yes. we
1: should. Yeah, I think we, we need to. I you know, know there's more people there now that I know than, anyways, I'm just saying. Yeah, I know.
0: Uh, you're We're right. No, Kelly, ones, Kelly. We are Kelly. the
1: only ones that are not there.
0: You're right. Everyone else we know is there. Yeah. <sighs> so what's And the uh, it's exam week and turnaround week, and I literally have nobody showing up because none of my kids have exams. So who's going to miss me? They're all at SHOT They're all at SHOT Show. <laughs> at SHOT show. <laughs> yeah, they are not at yeah. so. yeah, And Brian's not here, so. He's at Chacha. He's at SHOT Show. No, he's not. But anyway, he uh, he's too busy posting Jim selfies to be at SHOT Show. Uh, Patreones. We got a new one this week. Charlie H., thank you for becoming our latest Patreone. That makes 80 total, guys. That's probably yeah. more Patreones than any other pro-gun podcast in Canada. Not that I'm comparing or being, yeah, everything's contest. We're winning that one. Uh, anything else before we sign off? All right, going once, going twice. Sold. Get out there and join some firearms associations like the CCFR or the CSSA. Remember, it's important to support those people that support you. If you don't know what they're doing, what are they doing? Ask. Ask. Follow them on social media and you'll see all the great work that they're doing. Not all great work happens uh, in the legislature. There's a lot of support of gunnies and programs. Take, for example, CCFR's contribution to Project Maple Seed. They're the national sponsor. They're one of the reasons why Project Maple Seed can get coast to coast. So what is CCFR doing? Supporting programs like that so that you as a shooter can get out and experience new things. That's just one of the many examples. CSSA is doing all kinds of stuff too. So remember, get out there and support those people that support us. Go try IPSC or one of the other action shooting sports. Go bust some clays. Take a Maple Seed challenge. Go ahead. I dare you. Beat a 237. I double dog dare you. Shoot a (laughs) (laughs) three-gun. Local club. (laughs) Just get out and and take to take someone new shooting as well. Get out there and be active. Use it or lose it. That's that's what we got to do in Canada. So be sure also to check us out on Gun North of Canada. We've got our own little forum over there where you can post questions about the show that we will ignore for a couple of weeks until someone reminds us to go over and check.
2: Is I'm there caffeine in there and cough syrup once in a week?
0: Is there caffeine in cough syrup? I feel like there's caffeine in cough syrup. Oh man, um, actually
1: there is. Sweet.
0: I'm going to make some flaming mows later. Um, Go like us on Facebook because we're at 1829, which is a good year. And it was John Moses Browning's birthday on Tuesday also, by the way, in case you didn't know. True fact. True fact. See you next week, everybody. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over. Time to get a gun